I, our understanding is what we're hearing from our media is that it's the same way uh, for you guys to come across here, right? All right, so, so say, again, I'll just look it up real quick that we have to be vaccinated to go into Canada. That is, yeah, I don't, the, the trucker specifically. I do not believe, now maybe I'm wrong, but I do not believe that that is a United States requirement. I believe it's a Canadian requirement of the United States truckers. Because I have a, somebody in our church or around our church here um, is a trucker that drove to Canada every single week for ARE truck caps. And he okay. said that he's not vaccinated and he stopped going to Canada because Canada required him to have it to go in. But mm. America wasn't requiring him to have it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, we'll find it, but I do not believe that Americans have to have it to get over there. No, no, I did. I did read this on a, a Canadian source. So that's what I'm being led to believe anyways. Gotcha. Um, but they're coming down. And I mean, ultimately what they're doing is they're re representing like small business and they're having their uh, say basically into, um, you know, that they don't want to have the vaccines. They want to continue to make money they want to live and that's what this is really all about yeah mm -hmm. yeah so basically now the difference between canada and the united states is clearly we're more socialistic up here and uh you know our our media is going to be geared towards that right right so i mean if you see the media and you look at the, in the canadian news and you guys can look if you want in the globe and mail and the toronto star would be two starts right um you'll see that there's a lot there's some swastika signs there's uh, been some confederate flags been flown there i've seen american flags on the just the different um overpasses that i've seen mm -hmm. now is that representing what the majority is that's the question and i would say no um just in my my experience when i just go to a football game down in in the states or even here in uh, when i went to the gray cup you know mm. there's clowns everywhere right, right. you yeah. can't you can't get away from that and if you're going to make them represent the, the, the 10 percent of the people that are there the 100 percent or the the 80 20 rule or whatever you want to call it you know, that's, that's not fair. And it, it's geared pro socialism or pro liberalism or whatever you want. I saw a video clip um, from over the weekend, I think it was. And there was a, a person in the crowd with a Confederate flag, like you said, and they had like a full, like their entire face was covered. They had like goggles on mask and everything. So you couldn't see anything. And mm -hmm. the crowd, the person filming got the whole crowd was like yelling at them, telling them get out get out and the person was like head down flag over their shoulder leaving the crowd because the everybody was saying get out of here that's yeah that doesn't represent us right right you're just trying no. to cause trouble yep mm -hmm. no but i mean you you always see somebody no matter where you go you see that sign of of ignorance or hate or whatever you want to call it right yeah. and that it's, it's just out there it is and it's funny because i mean the two sources that i mentioned to you like the globe and mail and Toronto star they both carried the same picture and the picture had both the pictures had the confederate flag i don't recall the swastikas being in there but um it, it looked very don't look great right now is that representative of what's going on down there i mean i have a guy that that works on parliament hill it's annoying for him to get to work right uh for me personally 
I live in the, the the West End, so I'm like by our hockey arena where the Sens play. It's not really going to affect me. The only thing is, is I did have a, a doctor's appointment in the area. Now I've been waiting for that doctor's appointment for a year, so I was going to Mad Max that thing if I didn't if I didn't get to see this guy, man. I was going to put some steel on the front of my car and plow with my little Chev Cruise through everybody, but I don't know how far I would have got, you know? Yeah. Wow. Oh, well... I mean, everything that we, that you've said so far has been really good. So we're just kind of recording all of this. Um, at this point in the show, though, I do want to just kind of introduce who you are, because um, people that have been listening at this point are going to hear your voice a little bit and kind of the conversation we've been having. Um, mm-hmm. But are you okay with me giving your name? Oh, sure. yeah, for sure. Okay, so this is... Sure. <laughs> all right, Ken, he does There's like a million of them, so if you can find me, <laughs> Good point. So this is one of the million Ken McDonald's in the world. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's narrow it down, though. You're from Ottawa, Canada. Yeah. Okay, and uh, obviously we've got all the interesting situation going on with the trucker uh, convoy in Canada, the Freedom Convoy, and we just wanted to get uh, an on-the-ground perspective uh, and account of what's going on from somebody actually there yeah and like here, here's the thing like the the, the the thing that i don't like about it, i mean you can have freedom freedom of speech the the biggest thing is is for ottawa ottawa's in a in a weird situation because these these um protests they happen here and it's quite frequently like people protest many many other things and that's what happens on parliament hill now this particular thing it's costing eight hundred thousand dollars a day now that's Canadian, so it's about ten bucks. No, I'm just kidding. But um, uh, that being said, though, it's like, where's that money going to come from? So now, is it going to come from the municipality, which is Ottawa? Is it going to come from the province, which is um, uh, down in Toronto on Queens Park, or does it come from our our fearless uh, prime minister who hidden had COVID and couldn't come out and doesn't want to say anything. Right. Or is it going to be caught? But I mean, I sure as heck don't want to pay for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So while the, the, um, I, I applaud the right for freedom and they're doing it generally from what I can see in the right way. Uh, I, I don't know where this cost is going to go. I generally, and I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually a border town boy. So I grew up between on uh, near Windsor, Ontario. So that borders Detroit. Um, across the lake from me, though, was was Ohio. So it's funny. And my my rotator got stuck. So that's how I became a Browns fan. But that's for later down the road, right? <laughs> and uh, so. I'm uh, very familiar with uh, Ohio. I've never been down around where you guys are from, um, but uh, I do. I am a maker, not a taker, and that's a big uh, slogan down your way. And uh, not always hear that. Not always hear that way. People like to pay their taxes sometimes, but I'm, I'm not that way. <laughs> yeah. So in the city there what what is so we see the news right and we see that they're showing all these trucks and the convoy coming like the cost that it's happening to ottawa what is it like to actually look out your window and see what's happening can you so when i yeah so when i had to go down when i had to go down like most of it's around parliament hill so that's that's downtown so i'm not going to see much of it now the thing is is when i'm going to work and coming to work there's guys firing up and down with canadian flags and uh you know they're showing their patriotism which is great because we don't see a lot of flags not like not like when i go to like new hampshire and see our friends or go back down to little Mm -hmm. towns in ohio flags everywhere down there right Mm -hmm. so it's really nice to see that patriotism um 
now they are blocking off some areas so there's major bus routes we do have a subway here so if you can't you can get on that and get around pretty good but like some of the bus routes are blocked off the businesses are shut down uh, right next to parliament hill is the market and that's generally where the bars the restaurants and uh, generally most people go uh, to have a good night out right that's completely shut down no nobody's at work and uh, there's two coins or two uh, ideas behind that. Some people just don't want to deal with it, right? And they just, I don't want to deal with it. There were some reports that there were, the, the Shepherd's a Good Hope or Hassle and the big shopping center, the Rito Center, which is called. Um, apparently, there was guys in there harassing people because they didn't want to wear masks and that kind of stuff, right? Um, so that's why they, all those shut down. Now, there's some guys like my buddy who, where I have my Browns backers event, he's right downtown. He's staying open and he's doing all right. He's uh, and he's allowing people to come in and use his washrooms and helping him out and that kind of thing. And he's getting rewarded for it. So there's two sides of the coins to look at it too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but yeah, there's a lot of truckers. There's, there's uh, you know, and there's a lot of anti Trudeau and in this country, what you're going to see is in the West end, they don't like generally, the politicians from this end and part of it has to do with oil part of it has to do uh, if you understand much about canada there is a french and there is an english portion to it um generally what happens is when prime ministers get elected check out their names they're generally white french guys and um that's something that doesn't sit well when you go over to the west end of canada interesting yeah i think that uh that of course the american media has pretty much ignored what's going on um and really? uh yeah and and not giving us a clear picture so i appreciate the perspective of of what's happening so from our understanding the point of this is that these guys just want to make money and support their families and drive their trucks yeah. and be able to go where they need to go without showing papers that's right and then what you're going to have is the the population that doesn't want to be vaccinated, the population that just wants to return to normal life, the population that's sick and tired of wearing their their masks. They're following these guys, and there's some legitimacy to that because ultimately, at the end of the day, here, and I, I mean, I, I I've been in in your in the state of Ohio in the last you know two months. Um, I felt way more free there than I do here. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have to wear a mask. I didn't have to check into uh, uh, the restaurants there um, with my passport and that, that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And ultimately, the irony here is that everything that we got vaccinated for is shut down, right? So, uh, like, I, I, I kind of make a joke. I, I like to drink beer and go out and watch sports. Well, I can't do that now. But I got the vaccine. Now, I'll be honest with you. My, my dad's older and a lot older. So, the vaccines are important to go see him straight up mm -hmm. right so i don't i don't begrudge getting them but i do begrudge not being able to live <laughs> it's like we just got off our um uh what do you call it we just got off our uh, another quarantine here for the last tw uh four weeks oh on my monday gosh wow you know and like the gyms are closed i'm a gym guy you know and uh again like i like going out to the bar I like having a couple pints i like going to my craft beer places i like going to see our ottawa senators our hockey team you know i made a joke i was like do we even have an nhl team anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> we're constantly gone and you know i want to go to toronto i want to see the raptors play 
you know, and all that kind of stuff. I can't. You have to watch them on TV, saving me a ton of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but it's you know, keeping you in your, keeping you separated. Yeah. And you know, if, if you follow me on social, like I'm out and I'm ready to go and I got to sit at home right now. It's not fun. So do you think, I mean, you know, the, the landscape there governmentally, do you think that this pressure of these truckers and all the support for this will actually change policies? Um, I think it's lightening up from a standpoint of, I, I hope it speeds it up. Ultimately they're looking at, at, I believe the end of March to lighten a lot of this stuff up. So based on numbers and hospitalizations and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I, I think it may make it a little bit faster, uh, but ultimately, uh, or I guess, unfortunately the way I see it is, is I would say the liberal media is painting it as like a bunch of hooligans more than a protest. Yeah. And that's my opinion. Yeah. And some of the uh, interviews I've seen, with some of the truckers and some of the people that are leading the protest. I mean, these guys seem like they've got their stuff together, you know, like they're leaders, they know what they're doing. They're very articulate about and explaining what their goals are, what their mission is and why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. They don't seem like hooligans at all. No. And another important thing that I was reminded of listening to another show the other day was the world really doesn't run without truckers. No, if you, they said, if you just stop and look, look around the room you're in, everything in that room came off a truck delivered by somebody. Yep. Somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this is not only costing that much money for the city, for Ottawa, it's costing billions probably for the, for the country. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what, what the shortage is in the States, but I know, uh, I, I think in North America, there's a, a, a huge shortage of truckers right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, I mean, if you can't, they really need to spin this positively because everybody here in this entire continent, they need stuff, you know, <laughs> right. And we've all seen the pictures on, on Facebook where Walmart doesn't have a whole aisle of paper. Yep. Or, well, or, you know, um, whatever grocery store doesn't have a whole aisle of this and that. Um, I remember like just, I, I was previously working um, at a gym and managing it and we got shut down first time and paid to stay home. And uh, so my buddy just works at the, or was managing the store just by my house. So I said, Hey man, I'm paid to stay home. I've got some stuff, got time. So he put me in charge of the beer. Cause that, that old lad couldn't handle the, the, the COVID or whatever. So he, he went home. And, uh, so I did that for a little bit, but we didn't get Budweiser for three months. Like Budweiser, the most famous beer in the world, because it was out of stock and we can get it, you know? So if that small thing, like they want to make money, right? Like let's, let's get this going. Yeah. So, so the current they're currently they're saying that this protest is, against a vaccine passport that would allow them to cross borders. Um, and then I, I heard a, a report from Trudeau saying that now he wants to look at inner province passes, um, yeah. which would be doubling down on the restriction for the drivers. Um, and my question, I guess, isn't for you, but it's just out there is how does that help? How does that help resolve the, the tension 
that it, it honestly makes it worse. Right. <laughs> you know? So, so he's doubling down on something and talking about something that is really alienating this group of people and saying, yeah. you really don't matter. And I think what, I think it's going to backfire. I see two choices. Maybe you can give me it more, but one choice is that, uh, Trudeau will say, you know, we're going to pass on that for a while and we'll pick it up later. Um, and go about your business because we need to save Canada. Um, the other one would be that he doubles down on it and says, no, we are making these passes. And I fear for you guys at that point because you're, you're not going to have, it's not just going to be Budweiser. It'll be everything. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's drawing a line in the sand. I don't really know why. I mean, again, like you're talking about a guy that's like, you know, I, I'm sure you've seen these, these, these pictures like he's actually blackfaced a couple yeah. times like when he yeah. was young and he has the gall to call people racist and like anyways it's, it's kind of an embarrassment but that being said he's going to do what he feels he needs to do to appease the, the the social left side to get back in and um i believe may is the next election so i'm just curious though like so being you know canadian citizen and, and living there in ottawa and everything what how did you how did it make you feel or people that you talk to what's the word about him just skipping town and coming out afterward and, and giving that announcement about you know he he likes to support protests that he believes in that are peaceful like black lives matter but yeah. not this because this is somehow racist yeah uh, it a lot of us don't like it. Um, Ottawa is a funny town. It's a little bit different than, um, uh, most towns. I mean, I have more of a Southern Ontario attitude, I guess, towards things, not necessarily representative of people here. Okay. People are kind of ho-hum and they don't rock the boat. And the way that Canada was settled, like you guys are like waving the flag Confederate, you know, uh, fireworks, everything is great. And you're, you're a little bit more, um, uh, what's the word? Um, you, you just a little bit more, um, uh, you, you press things a little bit more here. People just don't want to hurt people's feelings. People very polite, not always nice, but they're polite. Right. <laughs> and, um, and, and that's the way it is here. And we were settled by British loyalists, you know, so we didn't fight for the country and take it over and have confederation and all this kind of stuff. We kind of just like, uh, we're tired of, you know, we'll, we'll just give Canada their stuff. And uh, like, we still have like Victoria day here for Pete's sakes, you know, like I don't celebrate the queen's birthday on <laughs> Victoria day. Generally go to a cottage and drink some beer. Like that's what I do. <laughs> and that's what we all do here. Right. So why are we still doing this? Right. But, um, most people are fed up with them. It's not just the West end. Um, a lot of it has to do with the blackface. There was also, uh, if you heard about the residential schools here, it's a sad thing that they um, basically put uh, Native Americans into a school system and some of them uh, didn't make it out. They, they passed away. And so we had this National Day of Reconciliation and this guy had a family issue and he skipped it. Wow. Yeah, that's so, good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, if something happened and it was like, Martin, Martin Luther King's birthday and the president had to come out and he had to say his speech every year. And Biden goes, yo, I got a, I got a, I got an issue with the fam, man. Can't make it today. You guys would be like, what? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. If you were African American, you would have, that'd be slapping your face, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And that's, I mean, that's how the, the native Americans feel here. So he's just alienated a lot of people. 
So if the election, because the election's in May, um, who is running it? I don't know how all that works up there, but who is against or who is for the other side that's that's running against him? Um, so the way that it works is you have a, um, uh, I'll make a long story short here. You basically have, have to have like a, a certain majority of votes, but there's a couple different parties. One would be the NDP. So that's the, uh, new, new democratic party, but they're very far left. So you're going to, you're going to expect an increase in taxes for sure. The other side would be the uh, progressive conservatives, which is generally what I vote for. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of like less tax. And um, you'd have the liberals right in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So they seem to, Canadians like to sit on the fence and they're right in the middle. And there you get a lot of fence sitters, right? They control a lot of the um, different unions. Sorry, I shouldn't say control, but a lot of the unions will sit on the fence too, or they'll go a little bit more left with the uh, the NDP, right? So the press of the progressive conservatives, like generally, when those two parties like they can they can kind of amalgamate sometimes, and they spend too much money, everybody gets sick of them, and then they they vote for the pr- progressive conservative. That kind of the, the way it happens, right? And um, the uh, it's not like I feel like in knowing some. Uh, politics from the states you guys generally vote people that keep them in where we're always voting to keep them out uh, for whatever reason we go through we can go through guys fast yeah mm. how trudeau lasted this long man i don't know <laughs> I got yeah. For you. yeah probably yeah i i think that we need to vote to keep people out more often than yeah. keep them in <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we need to change that yeah yeah and you guys like there's no term like there's no eight-year term for us right that you can keep winning and winning and winning till you're out you guys at least generally what i find is you want the full eight years in the states to see what the guy can do or you know and maybe someday the 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 woman or whatever Mm -hmm. right but um that's that's generally the way that i see it but uh here yeah it's um uh, tough to get someone out sometimes well maybe maybe this whole protest will um fire up some people that have been sitting the fence and they're going to say, no, 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 we want freedom. I don't know. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll happen. Uh, people are sick and tired of staying at home. And and that's generally the, what, what I'm getting, uh, you know, um, again, with, a, with this town, it's a very, it, the, the town is heavily dependent on government work. I mean, heck in this household, my uh, partner and I, we both have, uh, government jobs, right? She works for shared service. I work for the national research council right now, right? You could say that, you know, if you're supporting Canada, you're supporting the current prime minister for all those jobs. You know, some people may feel that pressure, right? I don't, because I just, I want to pay less tax. And I'll be honest with you. If they had came to me and say, Hey man, uh, no job. We don't have the tax dollars for it for you. I'd be like, Hey, I go back into sales again, man. I'll make more money anyway. So <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, yeah. And, and just going back to the media stuff for a second too. Um, like you said, Rob, we're not, the media is really not covering a lot of this. There have been pro like major protests overseas and in other countries, you know, all these other countries. And we've talked about them on our show, but the media doesn't cover them and they're kind of giving Canada the same treatment. Now they kind of have to acknowledge it because it's so close to home and, and there's really no getting around it because it's, it's right across the border, but they're still doing a pretty good job of making it seem like you, like you said, it's a bunch of hooligans or it's kind of a, 
I don't know, unorganized. The small fringe minority, like he yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh, small fringe minority. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, <laughs> it, it, it almost seems like they're kind of bored with it. Like, in, in it, like I don't know if you follow the, uh, the guy from um, New England or New England, sorry, from England, uh, Paul Brown. And he's a huge Browns fan, uh, but right. he's always down on their uh, Parliament Hill or whatever. And he's always taping everything. They got a lot of clashes there. I don't seem to see that on the BBC. Now I'm not a big BBC watcher, but it, I, I don't see that on my TV, you know, from through Canada and CTV and all that stuff. So I don't know if you're seeing that on your end either. No, we haven't. It's literally crickets down here of what's going on. There's a few news outlets that have reported, um, you know, some, some on Fox, but other than that, everybody else is just Canada's not even on the men, on the radar. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the, uh, creating the perception for Americans that, well, the rest of the world's okay with lockdowns and mandates and everything. So that's why we're doing them here. You guys just need to be more like the rest of the world when in reality, the rest of the world, not okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, like, I mean, this Omicron, it's very contagious. I don't know if the, um, the, the side effects and the death toll aren't much. It's kind of like flu, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, I take good care of myself health wise. So, I mean, I don't want to be locked down. And don't lock me down for the things that I want to do when you specifically told me, like, if you get these certain things, you can do it. And then I got to stay home. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing has been a quarantine of healthy people, which just doesn't make any sense at all. Well, and and to to close down gym seems bizarre because, I mean, I I don't know where you guys are at, but I haven't – we haven't had very, very many outbreaks in gyms and uh, it, maybe it is spreading, but there's a mental health as, aspect to moving. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, also just being in shape. Um, you know, you, people will tend to do other things or eat more. You know, when you're not moving, you're not, you're not in a good spot. Oh, absolutely. Right? And not to mention that one of the, uh, what I want to say, one of the key demographics that is uh, prone, more prone to COVID contraction is obese people, right? So uh, why would yeah, you close down the gyms where people can go exercise and try to not be obese? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, and that seems to be the way. And, uh, but nobody reports that for some reason. I don't know why. I guess it goes against the grain of what they want us to believe. I don't exactly. Know. It goes against the talking points and yep. yeah, it's crazy. Um, Nate, do you have any, anything, that, any questions or anything before we I think I'm wrap you guys up? covered it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ken, was yeah. there anything else you wanted to dive into while we have you here? No, I'm good, man. I just hope to get down to where you guys are at. I want to get down to Fatheads in uh, Strongville. Yeah. Or <laughs> Middleburg, I guess it's Middleburg. I, yeah, I, yeah. I drove by it yesterday. Uh, it's it's still there. It's doing well, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So I got I have a Browns question for you. Is Baker the quarterback next year? Um, I don't think so. I don't think he, he ran Stefanski's offense. Uh, he, here's the here's the thing. What I think, I don't like the way that he went to do some uh, crazy uh, form tackle when he threw that interception and it threw our season down the drain. He put himself before. Uh, I, don't, I was a Baker fan, you know. I like him, but he put himself before the team there. And then even that that shot that you saw on uh, NFL films where he kind of like blocked the uh, what was it the defensive back. Yeah. 
on something else. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Your, your shoulder's about to fall off, you know? And uh, I, I was down for the Lions game. We saw me and my buddy saw him uh, warm up, and I was like, this guy's going to play instead of Case? Like, wow. a little falls a little bit on Stefanski, too, but I was like, just put Case out there. It's the Lions, for Pete's sakes. It's freezing. Yeah, we almost lost that game. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, well, that, that's interesting because the media is starting to talk about trades and and all that. So I wanted I wanted your perspective from the Browns. I'm trying to do this Adelaide. right now because it is silly season. So I'm trying to like not read things either. And I, I right. want to be like you know make a good decision and I want to get informed stuff. But right now it's just like we're gonna have Derek Carr, we're gonna get Aaron Rodgers, yeah. we're gonna get everybody. I'm like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta love it when the Brown season ends early. Um, like oh yeah, Derek, except yeah. last year. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well my, my partner in Tasha, she's a Packers fan, so I get to hear all about that. I'm like, Larry, you play one more game than we do. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. So true. So true. All right, Ken. Well, we appreciate you coming on and talking some Canada and some trucker convoy with us. Give us a little personal account there. Yeah, um, no problem, guys. Anytime. Yep. All right, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, right on. Take care. Take care. Bye. Yep, bye. All right. Well, we'll just kind of wrap this episode up now. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's great to hear from somebody actually in Ottawa who's, you know, experiencing all of this firsthand and yeah. kind of get that perspective from him. Yeah, it's it's exactly what we thought um, Canadian politics would be, right? Yeah. That they, the, the, will this change it? That's my ultimate question. Yeah. Will this change what's happening and i don't know that i have an answer to that i don't know that anybody does we're gonna have to watch it and see Um, i did see a report that it has inspired some trucker convoys in other countries overseas oh wow um i'll have to bring those up and we can talk about them next time but i I know i read that okay and i know that they were talking about coming to dc next in the states so well, nothing's getting done there anyway, so I don't know that that's going to Yeah, what are you going to shut down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Well, uh, everybody, I appreciate you know you tuning into this episode. Uh, sorry that we started a little weird there. Ken kind of just dived right in when we were talking. I told Nate, just start recording because here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yep. he was just saying some really good stuff that I didn't want to miss, and I, I also didn't want to cut him off. Um, so we appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we will be back with you guys again next week.